Mother Speaks, The Book of Power. The book taught me how to read the skies, how to preserve life, and how to take it. Some of the knowledge was written forth and back, but the symbols were already familiar to me. Many pages had notes made by different hands. It took me time, but I learnt to read this book as it should be read. It had travelled across lands and ages, from Egypt to Samaria, and through Europe and home to Avalon, changing all the way. I learnt the book was one volume of a number, each added to. And when the writer died, he would pass this book on to a successor, trained in how to read it, and continue it. Sometimes, the book would be completely rewritten, and the last one were destroyed. Sometimes, the book would be completely rewritten, and the last one destroyed. It was a living text. I learnt how the church had absorbed some of this magic along the way and, fearing its power, twisted it to dark intent. I learnt how others had brought about the end of their civilizations with its contents. They were all us men. Men had possessed this book before me, but most came to understand that it was the book which possessed them, not the other way round. I was no man. I sought not power for myself. The magic from within the book opened itself to me without my fully understanding how. The book wanted to be read by me. It became my lover, my companion, my meat and drink. I grew in knowledge and saw this in the fear passing over the eyes of others that met me in the street. I couldn't read it all and I didn't try. The book gave me all I could take and I protected it with gratitude and kept the promise to pass it on to another who would understand its power. And so, I distanced myself from the others around me. I made friends with no one, but was friendly to all. I kept the secrets they shared with me, but I gave none in return. I required their respect, not their love. It was a lonely time, but I had little choice. Born of Agatha and ignorance, I preserved my image long before the cave took me. I read the book first through my knowledge of the skies. My first lesson came in accepting who I was. The cardinal earth sign of Capricorn taught me to ground myself before attempting any of the magic I was uncovering. I learnt that all cardinal signs initiate change, but the protection of Capricorn demands that the traveller seeks security and freedom from harm before making a journey. 
I had to accept myself and my faults to make my journey straight and true. Next, I learnt about the need for a sense of home. Virgo rules the home and her element is the earth. I reclaimed my hearth and I declared myself Mother Shipton. I understood the needs for others to see me as the guardian of the home and therefore of no threat to them or their kin. People needed to know where to find me and what to expect when they did. The lesson of Aquarius came next, so I would understand the power of flux in fixing. How important it was to define the edges around your world. I learnt about when to bend, when to move, when to dig in. And there is such strength in mutability. Taurus came next to awaken my sensuality and remind me that, even more important than being mother, I was a woman. Taurus helped me to reclaim myself, look back and understand how far I had already travelled and be sure about what I was willing to give up to move forward freely. I learned not to fear the past, but to embrace it as part of my journey. I birthed Mother Shipton and allowed Ursula to die. Sagittarius guided me from here, mutable and energetic, its fire burnt a hole in my reality and I learnt how to love myself, to love others around me and to understand those who feared this love. I stepped beyond my five senses. Pisces then drew me close and taught me how to dream to know the world beyond my physical limits and I learnt how to fly through the air as a fish moves through water. I learnt the power of dreams and how to move from the tangible into the mystical. I learnt about the space between realities and how to pass through them. I understood the power of Leo and its healing. I learned that healing is a power source to the giver, perhaps even more than the recipient. Healing takes the initiative and creates authority. I became a healer and I healed myself along the way. Those who wished me harm only hurt themselves. I sent out love and it crippled them with shame. My last lesson came from Cancer, the protector, which taught me to create a shell surrounding and to recognise the strength it brought me. There were many more lessons from the sky, but not all for me. There were many more ways of reading the Avalonian grimoire and I studied it throughout my life. And just as the book taught me to use my five senses to create a sixth, I learnt that there were five ways to read the book. 
I added to her pages and to the wisdom of those who followed. I waited for the next owner to come. It saddened me that it was to be a man. But I was long enough in the tooth by then to realise that the time of women had not yet come. I learnt that magic was a gift available to all and could be controlled by no one. It has to be shared. I took what I needed from the sky and I drew down the moon to create my heaven on earth. I made myself real through the book. Words taught me how to live on. To become in death much more than I ever could have been in life. I live in imaginings and dreams and through the deeds inspired in others. Perhaps, even in you. The anima of magic is embedded within the level of the words. The part to be woken and given space and time, mass and energy to make your life a truly, madly, deeply magical one finds its own level now. There are more levels within and more roots to the source than your senses can recognise. Know this, you bring your own magic to the words contained within these pages. You awaken your own power within the limits of your understanding of the world. True magic gives you only enough understanding so that you can use your knowledge safely. You will always be safe in the arms of the anima. You will learn to trust and understand this side of you. For within the five levels there is perfection. Five is the number of the perfect being. The symbol of the universe and the divine will. When a long revoked law was used to put me to the stake and I used my magic to release my spirit, it wasn't hard. The book was clear on matters of this kind, but I should have known that Wolsey knew his own magic. How else could that son of a rascal butcher have risen so high? No matter, I survived the destruction of my body. When the fire went cold, Toby and his son tried to claim my body. The executioner would have none of it. Whether through fear or greed, I couldn't tell. Bones of a witch were worth something in those days, boiled to cure ague, or simply dug into the doorframe of a house to keep evil from the door. He did as instructed by his masters and buried them alone, and at night, on Turnpike Road to stop my spirit wandering and others from stealing my remains. Toby followed him and before dawn arrived on the next day I made my final journey by cart 
heading for Somerset. Toby watched as his son buried me once more and covered my remains with a Roman stone dedicated to a child. No one would trouble my bones there. I did like Toby, truly I did. He gave me all I needed and troubled me for very little. He had his son who would do right by him. Toby had done his duty to my bones and I thanked him in my heart for that. They wouldn't be mutilated for talismans or held up for ridicule. No unresting shades wandering for me. My spirit could and did heal in the cave. And I would learn my lesson. Oh, you're wondering. And the book? I left it to Sam, with instructions to give it to the new Queen's young alchemist when the time came. He waited 20 years, then made the longest journey of his life to Mortlake, leaving the book on the doorstep for John Dee to find when he woke. John understood the power of the grimoire and the story of the book is still being told by Freemasons and Rosicrucians and other seekers of the light who have no name. It is not a book of shadow, but a book of light and shadow and can only be fully understood by those who seek power not for their own sake, but for the good of others. The grimoire has burnt the hands of many a man. Perhaps, just perhaps, yours is the time when its true power is revealed. The time of the ending of the Mayan calendar, a time of earth shifts and volcanoes, a time of floods, droughts and pandemics. Are you listening to the earth as she screams? We are all her creatures and it's only by nurturing her will you survive. Listen to the words culled from the book and heal yourself and the earth. The book is more than words. It is thoughts and deeds and you are already steeped in its knowledge. You can't unknow what you've learned. It's all around you in buildings and technology, in the internet and in fibre optic ley lines carrying the message. You are part of the book and the book is part of you. No more. My time to pass on nears and I grow weary. I have so much I want you to learn, to know whether you want to hear it or not. I know now that I erred with my prophecies, the few which actually came from my mouth. I tried to warn others of the danger in losing sight of what it is to be human. I voiced my words in the hope that the men of the sun would hearken and change. It was not to be. Part of me always knew it, 
but I felt I had no choice. Many stole my name and my voice over the years since then, put my face on bars of soap to sell them to hard-working women and make me into a puppet for the entertainment of children. It matters not one fig. I have a second chance at life and a voice once more, but this time I've used it to call on the women of the moon and those men close enough to understand her power and connection. I call on you now to connect with the power of Sister Moon and the strength of Mother Earth and to grow together. We are strong in our connections and weak in our division from one another. Do not allow the men of the sun and their love of shining gold and power to blind you from your true worth. You are made from silver, magical in strength, not inferior, but superior to gold. It runs through you and shines when you connect with others of the moon. Would you rather be a lunatic and a peace with yourself and the world around you or a sun worshipper holding out their face to the sun to be destroyed by its relentless rays. Dance in the light of the moon and find love for yourself in those around you in her embrace. Open your eyes to the light in the darkness and rejoice. My prophecies are for you, individually, personally. I, the sorceress, call to the elements within you to come together at this time and manifest. These words of power thou hast now heard. But what? Didst thou bring to the feast? For listener mine, within these words are others hidden and proud with deeper meaning. I now ask thee, to which rung of Jacob's ladder didst thou ascend? From the bottom rung of actuality, you listen to this as a truth. From one step, up, your vision grows, the higher thou darest to ascend, the more patterns canst thou discern with each rung of the ladder comes wisdom and fear. I quiz thee at the end of my story, how far Wilt thou raise thyself? Go get up and dance, mother. Dance the polka like at times. Often when I'm feeling sad and blue, I will dance and think after you. Go get up and dance, mother. Polka all around the room. I hope that when you're feeling sad and blue, you will dance, I'll be dancing too. Go get up and dance, mother, dance around to silly tunes, at times when 